All right. Welcome to Bellwether Friends. Uh, Definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion on pop culture and why we think you should like what we like. You you should trust us because we're librarians. We are, apparently. Uh, Every couple of weeks, Anna and I will get together with something to drink for both of us or not and chat about a couple (laughs) of pop culture topics, what we think and how we feel, and we'll end the show with our current obsessions. Who are we? I'm Carolyn, a librarian living in Chicago who watches way too much TV. And I'm Anna, a librarian in Western Massachusetts who um, has started listening to it. <laughs> and will be done in 2015. <laughs> so I'm super sorry I did not remember that. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just not letting my child go out when it's raining. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, how far are you? Like, uh, um, I'm not in the very disc. <laughs> Chapter three. Chapter three. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I have a hold on the paper copy, so I can like switch back and forth depending on where I am. But um, so far, I only have the audio. I think yeah, the switching back and forth might be necessary just because it is. You'll just need to read it all the time. Like, all the time. Because it will be so gripping. Yes, also because it's very long. It is very long. (laughs) And I have a Gilmore Girls assignment for you. Uh Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. Okay. So, I'm going to give it to you now, since we're bringing it up now. Give it to me now. (laughs) I would like you to watch the Gilmore Girls episode, A Deep Fried Korean Thanksgiving. (laughs) Seasonally appropriate. Is this, is it going to make sense I don't know. We're going to find out if it makes sense to you because it's season three, episode nine. (laughs) Season three, episode eight. Okay, a deep fried what? Korean Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving episode. Okay. So that's your assignment to watch that before we reconvene. Yes, ma'am. And you can tell me if it made no sense. (laughs) I don't know who any of these people are. Okay. I'm excited. All right. That sounds like fun. Um, Yes, quite seasonally appropriate. Is it is it cold there yet, Anna? Here? Yeah. No, it's been in the 50s and 60s. Oh, it's coming. I know it's coming. It's <laughs> November. How could it not be? Because it's, it's in the 20s and 30s here. Oh, great. Well, it usually <laughs> takes a few days and then we get your weather, so thanks. Yeah, it's really, really cold here. Um, it feels like Christmas, not Thanksgiving. Well, I should have assigned you a Christmas episode then. You, you can do that. You can do that. Um, I know. I owe you about afterwards. 34 more episodes <laughs> if we're going hour by hour on this. At this rate, I'll just watch the whole series. Well, that would be fine. But yeah. we'll, if you don't like it, I'm not going to force you to watch it. No, no, no. I'm sure I'll love it. Everybody loves it. The internet loves it. I'm just the last person to see it. So okay. Fine. Well, not for long. <laughs> so today... Um, what were we going to talk about today? We were going to talk about rewatching and rereading, right? And um, so reconsuming of pop culture, and then we're going to talk a little bit about sequels. Yes. Okay. Um, are you a rewatcher or a rereader? I. We know am... you're a rereader. I well, actually, I am not, or I am a conscious not rereader. Most of the time. Okay. Um, I think I have a blog post from like 2009 or 10 where I say I'm not going to reread 
because there's so much I want to read for the first time and there's so many things I want to try and you know when you're trying to do reader's advisory you have to like broaden your horizons and rereading the same thing all the time does not necessarily (laughs) (laughs) do um, that contribute Mm -hmm. to that Mm -hmm. I do reread like for comfort sometimes or for just like um if I have only a little bit of time I can just sort of jump back in and I generally do that with romance novels I have a stack of lesbian romance novels downstairs and I can pick one up and be like I just I sort of skip all the parts that are boring and I don't mean I just read the sex scenes (laughs) to clarify yeah we all do that (laughs) (laughs) yes I read the sex scenes but more I'm like there's some of them there are side plots that I don't care about you know Uh, yeah having read them before I can be like all right well I know how that goes so moving on I don't need that scene and so I do reread for comfort but I don't I I try not to reread I do have a exception I make where if I've read the book and I want to consume it again mm-hmm. I listen to the audiobook mm. sometimes um so for example I went to see Gail Carriger last night <gasps> wrote, you did? I did. I got to meet her. It's very exciting. Oh my god! She recognized my Twitter handle. Nah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it made me want to reread all of her books, but of course I've read them and I have them on my shelf downstairs. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna listen to the audio on the ones I can find. Nice. And do that. So, um, um, do you find that you? get new things out of it when you listen to the audio? I do. Sometimes I I get things that I missed, or sometimes I get, like, um, a different pronunciation for a character name or something. Oh, yeah. Um, In, um, yeah, in some, theoretically, I think they are supposed to consult with the author on how to pronounce the names. Um, But I get, it just just a different way of consuming it. It's the same story, and it's still reading. It's just um, another... It's a different experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Are you a Do re-watcher? You, I was... No, no, oh. no. you got to tell me if you're oh. a re-reader first. Oh, all right. Uh, you know, not intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, a terrible memory, and I have often picked up a book... And started reading it only to realize, <laughs> wait a minute, this seems really familiar. I've already read this book. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and and that, that happened actually quite recently. Um, but I, 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 like you, am I, I am a, uh, a comfort rereader. Um, I'm a seasonal rereader. So, like, there are things that I like to read at certain times of the year. Um, Such as? I I um mostly just Halloween. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what I thought you were gonna say, but I thought I'd make you spell it out. <sighs> yeah. No, it's I don't have like a Christmas book or anything. I like was that wondering. Favorite Easter tale that I like to read in the spring. Well, Connie Willis really likes Christmas, so she has a bunch of Christmas stories. Just you to know, bring it all back to Connie Willis. Of course, it all comes back to Connie Willis. I do I do like Christmas stories, but um I tend not to seek them out. So if it turns out that I accidentally read a Christmas story, I'm usually okay, but I don't 
run right out and get, you know, Christmas collections or cozies right. set during Christmas or that. Sort I just of thing. ordered a bunch of them for the library. Yes. Well, actually, not just. They started showing up in like September. Yeah, yeah. That's like when you have to start ordering them. Yeah. People like their Christmas cozies. Yeah, their Christmas romances. Mm-hmm. Christmas mysteries, not not quite as much as the romances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas romance. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, wait the, on the. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of last week, I have been rereading things with my child that I read as a kid, you know, and that's oh, like yeah. a totally different experience because it's been like a long time since I read something or he asked me questions and it's something I haven't contemplated. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it, then it's almost like reading it for the first time. Yeah. Which is um, kind of how I am with everything, even stuff I've already read. <laughs> That's because you, you, you're like a goldfish. <laughs> a little bit like a goldfish, yeah. Um, I did have a book. I, I was more of a of a rereader when I was younger. Um, and I see Emma doing this too. Uh, when I had a favorite book or if I would finish something that I thought was just spectacular, then I would flip to the beginning and start again. Um, and I had, you know, like the Judy Bloom Super Fudge books I don't know mm-hmm. how many times I read those. And kind of like with your lesbian romances, I would just pick it up in the middle and just, you know, like, oh, this is the part I want to read um, and go straight to it. And I, I see Emma doing that all the time. And now I, uh, there's, you're right. There's too much new stuff that I want to read. I don't have time to do that. <laughs> so I haven't done that yeah. consciously in a long time. Yeah, it's hard to justify rereading something when I have like a, a list of 500 books that I want to read for mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. even though I love the books I've read that I love you know there are plenty of books I've read that I don't care to reread ever. no exactly <laughs> I will say I do make an exception for um, books in a series if it's been a while since the last book, since I read the last book in a series and the new one comes out, I will tend to reread mm-hmm. the last book just so that I'm not completely confused. Yeah, I read a lot of, anyway. or I used to read a lot of fantasy series, like the Robert Jordan series. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, you can't reread all, well, you can, sorry. It's, it's, a, it's a very large time commitment to reread all of those books doorstopper books when the new one comes out and so i would just go online and read a synopsis and be like oh yeah that's what happened i remember now well that oh okay yeah what did we ever do before the internet um i guess we reread more or we just lived with it and hoped that the <laughs> author could was still trying to pick up first time readers in you know book 12 or whatever or we had better memories. May, that's also possible. <laughs> so re-watching things, especially movies, was something I did a lot as a kid. Like I had my few things that I liked a lot, and I would just watch them over and over again. Mm-hmm. So 
again, uh, based off last week's conversation, but I was watching The Princess Bride over the weekend <laughs> with Little G and Surly Spice, and she was like, you have this movie memorized, don't you? <laughs> I said, yes, would like, and? What's your point? <laughs> So doesn't everyone doesn't everyone guess you have to watch it a few dozen times or whatever it's been. But I feel like, you know, I sacrificed a, a breadth of movie knowledge for a depth <laughs> um, of knowledge about a select number of films like Spaceballs. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I feel fine about that. Like, I. I haven't seen The Godfather as discussed here, and I'm okay. I don't feel like I ever need to see The Godfather or Part Two. <laughs> Even yeah, because that's supposed to be the better one. Uh, I I haven't seen them either. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, Princess Bride was definitely one that I watched a lot, um, and Spaceballs and Real Genius. Oh yeah, Real Genius. I watched that one a lot. Yeah, I I had. Something about um, VCRs, you know, and suddenly I could just rewind it and start from the beginning. And so every day after school, for weeks on end, I would watch the same movie. Yeah, I feel like the VCR had a big impact on probably both of our childhoods Mm -hmm. that it didn't have on kids that were 10 years older or whatever. Yeah. And um, thank you, VCR, because... (laughs) It was. I had a copy of Spaceballs, and I had a copy that I taped off of television of Star Wars. Heck yeah! And like it was one where I had failed to unpause after a commercial during a certain point, so it came in at really late. Oh no! It's all right. I watched it. <laughs> I knew there was a gap. All of mine had the opening uh, thing from HBO. Because I remember when we had HBO. Fancy. I know. I would record all the movies off of HBO. Also, videos. Did you ever record videos? No, we didn't have that fancy technology, Carolyn. What? No, on, like, NBC, it was, they had, like, Friday night videos. No, no, no. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. No, what do you mean? Videos of what? Like music videos. No, no, no. I don't think I was watching TV on Friday night, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, recording music videos was... I remember um, sitting and waiting for... Like, they would do countdowns every afternoon. Yes. And waiting for, like, the new, new Kids on the Block video. And recording it. And much as my cassette tapes would have the same song recorded repeatedly, <laughs> so did my VHS tapes. <laughs> they would just have the same video recorded over and over and over again. Um, and so you would record a bunch of videos on the same cassette tape and yeah. watch them all at once? Is yeah. that the. Yeah, or want- I could watch it whenever I wanted to. It was my version of On Demand. That's true. That's true. This was the on-demand in development. That's right. Yeah. People taking it into their own hands to violate copyright. (laughs) (laughs) I used to... There was... 
Okay, I think it was the Care Bears movie. Oh my god, yeah. And I really like the soundtrack. I don't I don't remember <laughs> what young Anna's thinking was. But I had like a handheld tape recorder and oh, yeah. I sat in front of the TV and I like recorded the songs <laughs> that I liked. <laughs> it was a really bad recording, but I got what I wanted. And then you had the soundtrack and you didn't have to pay for it. I did not have to pay for it because of my copyright violation. <laughs> well, you weren't selling it to other people. <laughs> no, I was You're not just selling it to anyone. I'm just listening and to it at home. I was just, I just loved it so much. <laughs> you should see if you can find it now. Oh, God. <laughs> see if it Remember holds up. <laughs> revisiting childhood things? Sometimes a bad idea. Remember that? Yeah, that's true. Right. It's a good memory. Okay. We'll leave it there. I mean, George might like it. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I'm a little frightened by the I had, prospect. I had a Care Bears birthday party when I was little. The weird thing is, <laughs> maybe not weird, but I didn't have a Care Bear. I had like um, a thing that my mom made from a pattern at the fabric store and stuffed for me. Yes. So it was. Well, yes. Yeah, my mom made that too. <laughs> so, yes, it was very thoughtful, and it, I used it as a care bear. But all of my friends had like the the actual you know, care bears, actual yes. care bears. Yes, yes, it's I a understand. lot like when my parents I asked for transformers for Christmas, and they gave me like a GoBot, <laughs> which is fine. It just <laughs> so close. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my mom my mom made those for every like for favors at my party. Wow. Your yeah. mom was diligent or she, something. She stayed up like for three nights in a row before my party sewing the the little stuffed care bears. Wow. Well it, um little G's great grandmother sewed a bunch of lightning bolt themed capes to give away at his birthday party. Wow. For favors. So. That's really amazing. It was amazing, yes. I ordered <coughs> stuff on Amazon. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I, you know, we've talked a little bit about re-listening, as in I tend to play the so same song. Yeah. As many times as it takes <laughs> for me to either <laughs> memorize it or... Hate it. Like, not, not be <laughs> singing it all the time when I'm not listening to it. And sometimes that can take a few days. Yeah. Um, do you do whole albums on repeat? I can't remember if I've asked you this. Um, not usually. Some, when I get a new album, I usually listen to it through all the way consciously, trying not to stop when I like a song. And then I go back to the song or three songs or whatever that I really like and I just listen to them obsessively <laughs> and then you know when you're listening to an album and it drifts into the next song mm -hmm. when you're trying to listen to one song obsessively and you're like oh that song's okay too and so you start listening to that one also <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah alright so you kind of felt that that talking about rereading and rewatching worked naturally with sequels. 
I did feel that way. Do you want can, me to explain my Yeah, logic? can you talk a little bit about that? Well, so I was struggling with the idea of sequels, and it seems to me that they're mostly a movie thing, but it's... So I, you know, I was just like looking up a definition. It just says like a continuation of a story. Yeah. It's not very... And so <laughs> I, I looked at lists of movie sequels, best movie sequels and worst movie sequels, and it seemed to me that a lot of the ones that were listed were just like series. I mean, if you were thinking of them as books, they would be series. And that's where rereading and rewatching makes sense. Like you were saying, if you're if you're gonna watch The Empire Strikes Back suddenly out of the blue, then you <laughs> might want to watch Star Wars first again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're gonna read Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire to your child, then probably <laughs> you should probably. you've read the ones before. But you know, so it's I think especially when a sequel comes out a ton later than the original then you go back and rewatch the first one maybe to get yourself back in the frame of mind yeah absolutely yeah and to remember kind of what happened so so this topic comes to us from katie <laughs> should say <laughs> young librarian and um so what i wanted to ask you mm-hmm so I reviewed lists of best sequels and worst sequels, but what are your, what is your feeling on what best sequels, movie sequels are out there and what worst ones? Well, so the, the, the way that this topic came to us from Katie is she was watching Grease 2, which um, I think holds a special place in a lot of people's heart, but not because it's good <laughs> um so i think how i determine whether or not a sequel is good or not really has to do with if i think the movie stands on its own mm-hmm. um i have a really hard time with sequels honestly um with the idea of them mostly because i like the idea of a standalone story Mm-hmm. And leave it alone. You know, it was fine. It ended great. Um, we can watch it again and again if we want to. Go out and make something else. And so sequels to me often, or at least the idea of sequels, feel very lazy to me. Um, like, we couldn't think of anything I else. I totally so we'll just, agree with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll just continue this story. Um, so I usually go into them with very low expectations. Uh and usually I <laughs> You are uh, not disappointed or exactly. something. Something. Yeah. Something. Um, but every now and then there is a sequel that is as good, if not better, than the previous uh the previous movie. So I think um in that case you could make that claim for, like you said, Empire Strikes Back. Um I really like the the current crop of Avengers movies. So um, the Captain America movies, I thought the second one was better than the first one. I thought Thor 2 was um, 
about as good as the first one. Um, uh, I think the Iron Man series has been pretty good. So those have been actually surprisingly okay. But most of the time I, I don't have high hopes for sequels. Mm. And they tend to be just rehashes. So not only are they like lazy continuations of the story, but then the jokes get reused. And yeah. then it's not funny. <laughs> then it's just sad. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of really terrible, terrible sequels. I have a list. I'm sure there's so many. <laughs> of, I looked at a couple of worst lists. And um, Star Wars Episode One was on there. Oh God! See, I don't even think about. I those. think that's a prequel, technically. And, it is a prequel, um, yeah. But it came after, so I don't know. <laughs> Speed Two. <laughs> We're on a boat. <laughs> Speed Speed is a movie I like and would watch, but Speed Two, anyway, Highlander Two. Yeah. Blues Brothers 2000. See, these are just terrible ideas. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Oh, boy. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Ugh. Lost Boys 2. I didn't even know this existed. Me either. Oh, oh. I think we might need to tweet that. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'll put a... I'll put... Yeah. So there are things I didn't even know existed, like Basic Instinct 2. What? Teen See? Wolf 2 I knew existed, but I didn't want to know. <laughs> American Psycho 2. Oh, God. So here's a sequel that I, w- I wanted to like, because it's a sequel to one of my very favorite movies, Romancing the Stone. Oh, yeah. So Jewel of the Nile is the sequel, and it's mm-hmm. not terrible, mm-hmm. but it's just not quite as good as Romancing the Stone. And you would probably watch it one time for every five times you watch <laughs> Romancing the Stone. Right. And so it doesn't take away from the original at all, but it doesn't... It doesn't... Yeah. Um, you don't end it and and are immediately like, let's watch that again. Right. <laughs> um, so as far as sequels that I liked, that I thought were good, Toy Story 2, I feel like, is... Oh, yeah. ...better than the first one. Um. Because every time I watch the first one, I'm like, yeah, okay. But then the second one seems really good. Like one Mm -hmm. of the best kids' movies for adults (laughs) out there. And then Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, And I like Batman Returns, actually, better than Batman, I think. Oh, I always wanted to watch because it has Catwoman in it. I, think. <laughs> I was gonna say, it. I, I think that no and one the is Penguin, right? Though it's actually a really good movie. It is, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what I think. It is. And so th- one of the lists had Silence of the Lambs on there as a sequel, which I think is a stretch. No, that's not a sequel. I think technically it's connected to an earlier movie, but since it has never ever been marketed as a sequel or connected to that movie. In any way for the audience, I think that's unnecessary. Um, But I like that movie. (laughs) (laughs) But if it is a sequel, then it works. Um, So I had, when I was a teenager, I had a book called The Book of Sequels, which is a parody book. 
And it's kind of like the pre-Twitter version of like coming up with like a hashtag game where you came up with sequels for things. And it had like Godot action comics and it had the big fat balding prince and it had pride and extreme prejudice featuring the new Bennett sister, dirty Harriet. And like, it was just something that teenage Anna thought was hilarious and, you know, vegetable farm instead of animal farm. And so I feel like sequels like that. (laughs) So, Silly sequels. Oh, so Silence of the Lambs is supposed to be a sequel to Manhunter. Yes. Which I believe, wasn't that a made for TV? Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> sound of me waving my hands. Yeah, but you know, that's not. So, and this is where I'm going to start to get really nitpicky. I don't consider that a sequel. So, uh, these are all based on novels um, that have some of the same characters in each novel, but I don't believe that that makes one a sequel of the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, Silence of the Lambs has Hannibal Lecter, who is also in, I believe, also in Manhunter, um, but it's not a sequel. It's a totally standalone story. So I think that's I think calling it a sequel is is a stretch. Well, I'm I'm going to You're going to yeah. draw the line right yeah, yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking about book sequels then also and I okay. looked at lists and some of the 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 books on there I was like um. mm-hmm. So Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead was on there. It's not really a mm. sequel to Hamlet. It's like an alternative telling from two of the characters. Yeah. And Wide Sargasso Sea was on there. It's not really not a, sequel. a Jane Eyre sequel. <laughs> I mean, it's an adaptation. It's another look. Yeah. So, and yeah. So, yes, like the Hillary Mantel books uh-huh. I guess Bring Up the Bodies is a sequel. Um, I think she called it a sequel, didn't she? I, to Wolf Hall. Right. So, okay, fine. That's a sequel that I I gather is as good as the original. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet, but I I want to. I like the first one. Yeah. I haven't read the second one either. It's on my list. (laughs) It's one of the 500. It is one of the 500. This is why I can't reread. Because I have really long books about Thomas Cromwell to read. (laughs) Um. But it did bring me back to the idea about fan fiction, where it seems like in our culture we really like continuing stories beyond the pages or Mm -hmm. adapting stories or keeping, you know, keeping things going even after the original creator has said, okay, well, that's all I was going to (laughs) do. We don't want to let go of those We don't want to let go. And I don't know... I feel like in our country, in our culture, there's a lot more of that. Like in England, they have their short runs of a television show and then they're done. And in Latin America, And in Latin America, in telenovelas, they do that. They're like, this is how long it's going to be, and then Mm -hmm. we're done. Yeah. The end. But here it's always like, well, we're going to extend this TV show another series, another season, and um, inevitably it's like past the point where it made sense 
to have it on the air and people are sad when it's gone but there are a bunch of other people who are like it should have ended three seasons ago which is (laughs) (laughs) and so maybe it's just that we can't let go of the stories that we like and that's the reason the movie studios keep going back to old properties and rebooting them or adding sequels to them instead of trying to get us to like new things and it is tiresome when you just want to see something new especially when you're mad about superhero movies and their (laughs) inability to feature women or um, and no absolutely but not only that I want to watch something new which I do or I want to read something new which I do but if it was already done and done well, leave it alone. Right. What's the point? What's the point of redoing it? I remember reading something about how they were going to remake Ferris Bueller. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Like, because it made so much money the first time. Exactly. Why leave not it alone. Reboot Spaceballs <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> like, take the time to write an original story. Um, but I do, you know, and, and as we were talking about this, I thought about um, TV spinoffs, too. Mm-hmm. And just this need to continue the story. Although, you know, so Wide Sargasso Sea or Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. I think that that's like the spinoff, right? So, yeah, it is. Um, like Angel to Buffy. Yes. And sometimes it works like Angel to Buffy. Right. Um, and sometimes, in fact, the spinoff tends to be more popular than the original. And off the top of my head, I can't think of something, um, but I know it exists. But, uh, <laughs> pause to research spinoffs. <laughs> uh, all I can think of right now is, is isn't, wasn't Benson a spinoff of Soap? Yeah. <laughs> There was an extra hot great quiz about this, I think. <laughs> but both were both were successful, so. Um But I you know, it it just it does reinforce that that aspect of our culture to I don't know what it is it that we can't let go? Is it that we we can't be bothered to think of anything new? I mean, I like different takes on things like stories told from a different perspective um i do too i like adaptations and interpretations yes i do very much um usually because they bring something new to the table right um and it's and, not just yeah. retelling so okay i have a list of spinoffs that were more successful oh, than the originals all right. 10 spinoffs they're gonna count the simpsons apparently because it was oh, this yeah they're um, Laverne and Shirley was more successful than Happy Days. That's their claim. I'm not saying they're <laughs> right. It gives us a list. Saved by the Bell. What was that a spinoff of? Good Morning, Miss Bliss, 1987 <laughs> to 1989, featuring Haley Mills. Blah 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 blah. Wow. Okay. Star Trek, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Apparently, um, what? I I. I <laughs> Well, Star Trek Next Generation, I would agree, is was extremely, but apparently Deep Space Nine. There. Okay. Fra- oh, Frasier. Well, I don't know if it's... Mm. No, no way. Family Matters. What did it, that spin off of? Perfect Strangers. Re- really? Uh, it didn't, apparently. 
Maybe this is bad information. I didn't really <laughs> fact check this. Angel. Melrose yeah. Place. Oh, Melrose Place. Oh, Melrose Place. <laughs> Facts of life spinning off from different strokes. I don't and know that. <laughs> a different world spinoff from the Cosby Show. I love the different world, but I don't think it was more popular than the Cosby Show. No. So I think you're wrong. <laughs> Research list. But it did make me think of a bunch of shows, so that was good. Yeah. And I would agree with that Saved by the Bell, because I didn't know what it was spun off from. All right. Well, we have learned something today. I was not <laughs> a big Saved by the Bell watcher, so I have uh, no idea of which we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I, you know, I'd be curious to, to hear what our listeners think about... Um, why why this this need to continue the story yeah um, to not let it go not leave it behind and to reboot it if you can't add a sequel to it yeah exactly and and, and what exactly the plot of lost boys 2 is yes <laughs> oh indiana jones and the last crusade i have to say is my favorite of the indiana joneses and it was the third one so yeah it does um, happen sometimes it's just not usually the case <laughs> And, you know, as, as an example of a movie neither of us have seen, Godfather <laughs> 2 is supposed to be. <laughs> supposed to be. I heard that on the internet. So let us know uh, all about your favorite sequel, your most hated sequel, um, the sequel they never should have made. <laughs> right. Whether you reread or rewatch obsessively or whether you force yourself <laughs> out of your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> and whether you like Christmas mysteries or Christmas, <laughs> Christmas romance is better. I think we need a quiz on that one. <laughs> um, so, Anna, what are you obsessing about right now? Okay, so on the topic of rereading, I have started rereading The Secret Garden with my son, Aww. which I read more than once as a child. I have multiple copies in my house, and um, it's... I don't remember a lot of it, so it's probably yeah. good that I'm rereading. <laughs> I don't remember now. most of it, yeah. I mean, I definitely watched the movie, and I like the musical, and um, I may I may force him to listen to that <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Is he um, liking it? I think so. It's hard to tell sometimes. He just, he, if it doesn't have a lot of pictures, he enter, he says he's entertaining himself. And he sort of fidgets around. But once in a while, he'll pop in and be like, or I'll ask him a question that's like, do you think that was a nice way for her to treat people? And he'll be like, no. Because <laughs> the answer is always no, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'll ask, I'll, like, have you, what do you think about a house with a hundred rooms? And he'll be like, whoa. <laughs> so, um, <Should> be. <laughs> I try to to make sure he's awake. <laughs> But I think he's enjoying it. He he was like, are you going to read more? So Aww. I'm going to take that as a a yes. Yeah, that's a good thing. And the other thing is um, something I purchased a couple of weeks ago, but it is a comedy album by Cameron Esposito, who runs the Wham Bam Pow movie review podcast and oh. has a, another podcast or two, I think. She's a stand-up comic. And the... Um, same sex symbol is the name of the album and um so she's a lesbian and she does a lot of talking about <laughs> you know 
some guy said to her, you look like a woman who doesn't sleep with men. She was like, yeah, that's the <laughs> point. So, um, I don't always think her jokes are funny, but, um, I do like, I get where she's coming from. And I think it's nice to listen to someone that is talking about stuff that is actually relevant to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe in putting my money where my beliefs are. So I purchased her album and, you know, I want to be supportive. If you are on the fence about purchasing her album, go read some of the comments on iTunes from, um, jackass heterosexual men. Oh, And you will push purchase faster. (laughs) Multiple copies. Bye, bye, bye. Um... (laughs) But, you know, there are a bunch of them that are like, this isn't funny. Well, probably not if you're <laughs> among the audience members who are like, uh, totally not understanding the perspective. <laughs> you look like a woman who doesn't sleep You look like days. a woman. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So she she's like, um, yeah, well, no matter how much fun you wouldn't be having, I would be having less. So... <laughs> I'm not into you more than you're not into me. <laughs> so do you recommend it? I do recommend it. It's definitely worth a listen. It's funny. Um, it's not so long. I have never, I don't think, listened to a comedy album. Yeah, not I don't even think that, I have either. Not even that Bill Cosby one everyone already <laughs> always talks about, about chocolate cake or whatever. Um, so this is my first comedy album, and I feel... I feel good about supporting a performer that I like. Awesome. Well, so can I ask, is it like recorded during a stand-up it was show? Re- yeah, it was recorded during a show in Portland. So there's a little bit of like ribbing at Portland and um, it's available on iTunes and I think elsewhere. Awesome. So Cameron Esposito. Yeah, I just looked her up and I recognized the picture. So there's been a lot of press about her lately. Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. Um, I, mine is kind of related to our topic as well. I am reading the third book in a trilogy. Um, I'm reading The Book of Life by Deborah Harkness. Yes. And um, I, for the life of me, cannot remember what happened in the second book. <laughs> Go and read a synopsis <laughs> online. So, well, I was trying to, you know, sometimes they give you enough hints in the follow-up book that you can be like, Oh, right. That's what happened. Um, But this one is very frustrating and vague. And so I don't know what happened. So I'm actually thinking I may go back and just start at the beginning. Oh, wow. And and start with book one, which I enjoyed very much. Well, try Um, try the audio if you didn't do the audio before. (laughs) Yeah. Well, except I have to do the audio of it. Oh, yeah. It. You're so excited. So... Julie has, uh, Julie wants to listen to it as well. So if yeah. anybody else wants to listen to it with us. Yeah, I think Aline's on board also. And yeah. we have people on board for movie watching or miniseries. I can't tell if there's a miniseries and a movie or just a movie. I think it's just the miniseries. Okay, and that's the one with Tim Curry? Yes. Destroying my feelings for Tim Curry? Yeah. Yeah, so right after we'll watch Rocky Horror and, and then Clue, and it'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> 
I love Clue. Speaking of movies I've rewatched a hundred times. Yes. Why would anyone want to kill him twice? <laughs> That's what we call overkill. Are you like so much fun to watch movies with? Um, she said sarcastically. <laughs> I was going to say it might depend on whether you like. It depends on whether you like talking through movies, or whether you like respectful silence. <laughs> So we can save that topic for another time. I think that's a great topic because I have mixed feelings. Well, this is why Twitter is good because I can get all of my talking out via text. Yeah. And um, and I can sit in silence. No one is bothered by it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I hate ending these things. I'm Carolyn. I never want to leave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm Carolyn. You can find me all over the internet at Paper Squared, P-A-P-E-R-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. And I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace, H-E-L-G-A-G-R-A-C-E. Our In and Out music was provided by the lovely Julie Jurgens. You can find her on Twitter at Hi Miss Julie, H-I-M-I-S-S-J-U-L-I-E. Thanks.